welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you plan an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah Althizer, the creator of the websites The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World many times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week, we're talking Disney World resort-only trips, so let's dive in. again everyone and welcome to episode 59. Before I get to this week's topic, I have to do something I have forgotten to do for the last few episodes, which is to thank the new patrons of this show. So I actually have five of you to thank. Amara or Amara, Helen, Marsha, Adam, and Zoe. Thank you so much for contributing over on Patreon to this show. And I have a patrons only podcast episode coming for you right after I'm done recording this about my favorite Disney World copycat recipes that I have been making home during this crazy time. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, Patreon is a way to support this show with a really small monthly contribution started only $2 a month and you'll get access to patrons only podcast episodes, videos, and blog posts sometimes. So you can head over to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash the budget mouse to learn more. Now, I am a huge fan of resort-only trips to Disney World, and I know many people think this is nuts. I mean, the whole reason that people go to Orlando is to go to the theme parks, right? Well, I'd argue that Disney World resorts and the rest of Disney World that's outside of the theme park gates offers a ton of magic and fun. I've made many trips to Disney World during which we never set foot in a theme park. I know, I'm crazy. So, A caveat here, this is not recommended for your first trip to Disney World. That would be really kind of like torture to not set foot in the theme parks, but this is recommended for people who have been to the theme parks before. They want to take a vacation somewhere. They want to have a relaxing, fun, and even magical time, and maybe never considered going to Disney World and not going to the theme parks. So there are five reasons that I suggest you consider taking a resort-only trip, and here they are. First of all, resort activities can keep you busy for a good part of every day. Two, you can still meet characters without having to go in the theme parks. Three, some of the best restaurants are at the resorts and not in the theme parks. Four, Disney transportation are like rides, especially to little ones, and they're totally free. And five, you can save thousands and thousands of dollars by not buying park tickets, but still have an amazing vacation. So I'm gonna go in depth for each of my five reasons. And this is just kind of a go with me, hear me out. If you've never considered going to Disney World and not going to the theme parks, I think I might convince you by the end of the show. Okay, reason number one is there's so much to do at Walt Disney World Resort Hotels. And I did not specify that I am actually talking about going and staying on Walt Disney World property at one of their hotels and then not going to the theme parks. So I enjoy Disney's Resort Hotels so much and I never feel like I have enough time to take advantage of all they have to offer when we're rushing off to the parks. So here's a summary of kind of the things you can do at Disney World Resorts. 
There are daily pool parties with games and prizes that are led by cast members. There are arts and crafts activities. I can give you two examples. At All-Star Movies Resort, my daughter has colored in plastic sun catchers at a craft table that was set up under some canopies at the pool. And Animal Kingdom Lodge has their own craft room where you can go and do some free activities and paid. That was a free activity at All-Star Movies. So there's always arts and crafts and things going on for the kids at really different levels of the resorts at Disney World. You can play at the awesome playgrounds, some of them themed, like at Art of Animation, you have the Finding Nemo playground, which is amazing. You can play on the beaches. You can do poolside movies, which are shown most every night at the resort. So I think they have cut back a bit on that due to COVID. At many resorts, you can roast free marshmallows. You could rent bikes or Surrey bikes or watercraft at many of the resorts. You can take tours. Many are free and some are upgraded and paid. But my favorite is... I mentioned this on the show before, the dining tour at Animal Kingdom Lodge where you get um, to go through Boma and Chico. You get samples, some of the food they offer, and you learn about the design of the restaurants, and they're amazing. And there's also free face painting and cookie decorating at my favorite resort, which is Animal Kingdom Lodge. So I need to give a plug for an episode in which I talked completely about why I like to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I went in depth on the resort activities there. That was actually way back in episode eight of the podcast. So we are able to keep busy at our resorts and keep the kids busy at our resorts with all of those offerings. We like to stay at the resort during the day, go out to maybe another resort for dinner that night and swim at the pool. Oh, I didn't even mention the pools, duh. Like there's fantastic pools at the Disney Resort, some of them highly themed and incredible. And if you have a pool loving kid that I do, sometimes you have to pull them kicking and screaming away from the pool to go to the theme parks. They would rather stay at the pool than go to Magic Kingdom and Red Ride. So something to consider if you have a pool loving kid. Reason number two to consider a resort only trip is that you don't have to visit the parks to meet the characters. So you can meet plenty of characters at Disney World without a park ticket. Character dining can be found at many Disney resorts and gives you the chance to meet Mickey, Minnie, and many other characters. So I'm gonna give you a summary of which characters you can meet at which locations outside of the parks. Now I am recording this during the pandemic and character dining offerings are limited, but right now I'll start with the ones you can go to right now in 2020. Topolino's Terrace is at Riviera Resort and they were the first to come back with character dining outside of the theme parks. You can meet Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, and Donald, I believe. Um, and it is a wonderful meal. This is a breakfast. We went on our last trip right before this madness started in February. And wow, we loved it. The food was awesome. The characters were amazing. It's highly recommended. Um, you can also go to Chef Mickey's, which is starting back with characters very soon if they haven't started back already. That's the Contemporary Resort and they have breakfast, lunch and dinner. You can meet Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy and Pluto. Now, other resorts, once things get more back to normal at Disney World, that have characters. Ohana is at the Polynesian. You can have a breakfast with Mickey, Pluto, Lilo, and Stitch. Cape May Cafe at the Beach Club. You can have breakfast with Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. I think that's it. 1900 Park Fair. You can have breakfast and dinner with characters. 
Um, that's at the Grand Floridian. So you can have breakfast with Mary Poppins, Alice, and the Mad Hatter. And then at dinner, Cinderella, Prince Charming, Lady Tremaine, Anastasia, and Drizella. They're not all always there, but it's really fun. That is one of my favorite character dining experiences in or out of the parks. Now, I've never been to this one at the Swan, which is not technically a Disney-owned resort, but they do have character dining at the Garden Grove Cafe for breakfast only. And uh, I believe Pluto is there and Goofy, and I don't know who else. But again, I haven't been there. I've heard mixed reviews. I have been to Treacherio El Forno, which is at the Boardwalk Resort. They do a character breakfast with Ariel and Eric, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider, and we enjoyed that a lot. And then I have not yet been to the new storybook dining at Artist Point at Wilderness Lodge. That is Snow White, the Evil Queen, and a few of the dwarves. And that is a highly themed meal and experience that's supposed to be wonderful. So don't think that if you go to Disney World and don't go to the theme parks, you can't meet the characters. You can definitely meet them without having to pay for park tickets. Just keep in mind that character dining comes at a premium price. So dinner at 1900 Park Fair will set you back $100 for two people. That was a, just an adult and a child. And um, so it's not cheap, but it is way cheaper than visiting Magic Kingdom for a day, which would have been closer to $300 for us. And the food was awesome. So just a thought. Reason number three is that, you know, I think the best dining at Disney World is not in the theme parks and it's found at the resorts. This is kind of related to number two, but, um, you know, a lot of people want to eat good food at Disney World as part of their vacation experiences. And most of the signature restaurant, which are the high-end table service oh, menu that have seasonal menus, are found at the resorts, which means you don't need a theme park ticket to dine there. So here are some of my favorites at the resorts. California Grill at the Contemporary Resort, especially for celebrations and special occasions. The Flying Fish at the Boardwalk. Jico at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and there are some excellent table service restaurants at resorts that aren't signature restaurants, and my favorites include Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge, Ohana at the Polynesian, Whispering Canyon Cafe at Wilderness Lodge, and actually most of the restaurants at the Swan and Dolphin are very, very good. Kimonos is a sushi restaurant um, that we love that is there. So you can also find excellent counter service restaurants at the Disney Resort, and Art of Animation has a great food court that we go to often. If we're staying at Pop Century, we can just walk over or you can take an Uber over to there and go to the Landscape of Flavors food court. You know, one caveat about this is that it is tricky to get from resort to resort at Disney World. Um, one thing to consider are resorts that are within walking distance or easy transportation from a theme park. So it's very easy to get to the Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and Contemporary from Magic Kingdom. So if you're staying at a Disney resort, you can take a bus to Magic Kingdom and then walk to the Contemporary or take monorail or boats over to those two resorts. Similarly, at Hollywood Studios, close to Hollywood Studios, you have the Boardwalk, the Beach Club, the Yacht Club, and the Swan and Dolphin. So you can take a bus to Hollywood Studios and take a boat, or um, now we have the Skyliner to get around as well. So it makes it even more convenient to get from resort to resort if you don't have your own vehicle or if you don't want to take Uber and you want to stick with just Disney transportation. Okay, reason number four is that, you know, the monorail, the Skyliner, and the boats are really like rides to little ones. Like I've heard many families who spend all this money to go to the theme parks at Disney World and they get home and they say to the kids, what was your favorite ride at Disney World? And they say the monorail, which isn't, a ride. It's transportation to get around. 
around and they think, well, we probably could have saved that, you know, $1,500 on park tickets and just ridden the monorail around all day. But it is true that the rides really are fun, especially to little kids. And I'm going to say, the Skyliner is is a legit real ride to me. I love that thing. I could just ride around on that all day and go back to my hotel, have a cocktail and go to bed. It's really fun. So something to consider. And now here is a little tip. When you take the monorail from the Transportation and Ticket Center, which is adjacent to Magic Kingdom parking, when you take the monorail from there back to Epcot, the monorail swings through Epcot for the last few minutes of the trip. So you actually get to be inside Epcot's park gates without a ticket. And your feet will never touch the ground, but you still get to be in there and see what's happening at Epcot. And we always like to do that when we're on a resort only trip. Okay, so I said for number five that you'll save thousands on Disney park tickets. And you know, that is totally true, but I actually have another number five in my notes here. And that it's that Disney Springs and the water parks are attractions unto them themselves and don't require a park ticket. So, you know, there's so much to do at Disney Springs now. You can hop on a bus from your resort and head over there. And here are some of the free activities and one is paid that you can do there with kids. You can do Lego races at the Lego store. Well, once this pandemic is over and they'll let you touch things again, you can go to concerts. You can dig for fossils at T-Rex Cafe. You can play in the water fountains. You can see the aquariums at the Rainforest Cafe. And then for, I think it but last time I checked, it was $5 for two rides. You can um, have the kids ride a little train or a merry-go-round at Disney Springs as well. And that's not mentioning all of the dining and shopping and what have you. I also really like the Disney water parks. Tickets are substantially less than the theme parks. So if you're staying at maybe a value resort and your kids are tired of the pool there and they want more excitement, considering a trip to the water parks in warmer weather, tickets are around $60 each. So like I said, way less. They're really nice. They're well-themed. They have great food. You can spend an entire day there easily. Well, I have taken many, many trips to Disney World and not gone to the theme parks. And I have even met my sister and her kids there. And they came from Ohio and my daughter and I came from North Carolina and we had a girl's trip and we didn't go to the theme parks. We had so much fun hanging out at the resorts. We've actually done that multiple times now that I say that. Just recently we did that. And we did it again a few years ago before my sister had her second kid. So um, it's a great way to have a vacation where you don't have to do a lot of the garbage that you have to do on other vacations. You basically fly to Orlando, take the Magical Express to your hotel, and then go from there where you don't have to worry about renting a car, you don't have to worry about directions on where to go, and you can get around Disney World if you know your way around, or you can just learn it as you're there and have a wonderful vacation without going to the theme parks. And I wanted to give you a little update on my trip that I keep rescheduling and rescheduling for 2020 here. No surprise. I'm sure a lot of you have done the same. I was scheduled to go uh, this month in October. I had to push it back yet again to November because we are buying a new house and we are we will be moving during the time when I was supposed to go. So I'm now going towards the end of November, but before Thanksgiving, and we're staying at the Polynesian and I haven't stayed there in years. I'm very excited. Though the main Polynesian rooms are not open, the DVC rooms are, and we have a lovely lake view um, 
studio villa for three nights there. So we're taking a little getaway to Disney World. So I will do a live show when I am there because I will have lots to say about how Disney is the same and different during this pandemic. So that will be my next show that will come at you at the end of November. And if you happen to be listening to this right when it comes out, I am running a giveaway right now for a $50 gift card plus some cute Minnie Mouse ornaments that I made over on thebudgetmouse.com. It's to celebrate 30,000 members of the Budget Mouse Facebook group, which that number is just baffling to me. And I'm so happy that there's that many wonderful Disney loving humans out there in the group. And also that you can now book Disney World 2021 packages through the end of the year. So if you go to thebudgetmouse.com, the first post at the top there is the one you can click on and enter the giveaway. It runs through Sunday, the 25th of October. So if you're listening to that before then, please go and enter for a chance to win a gift card. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. You can find me on my websites. You can find me on Facebook at The Budget Mouse, over on Instagram, though not really. I'm not really have been on Instagram lately, but I'm sure you'll understand. Um, you can always email me. I have been on my email every day. It's Leah, L-E-A-H, at thebudgetmouse.com. And I'm on Pinterest at The Budget Mouse. So thanks again for taking time out of your day to listen to this show and have a magical day.